0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Behind the Curtain podcast. I'm your host, Justin Loy. This is a podcast where we take an inside look at an expat life. As an American citizen who has lived in Central Europe for almost 20 years, I'm going to take you behind the scenes to explore the joys and struggles of a foreigner. Way back in April, we had an episode about the grocery store. We called it the Grocery Store Chronicles Part 1. Now, it's logical to think that if you have a Part 1 of an episode, you should have a Part 2. And that's what we're going to do today. Um, it was interesting, seriously, of all the feedback that I had gotten from, from the podcast so far, I think the episode on the Grocery Store Chronicles Part 1 had the most positive feedback. So, we're, we're here again attempting to explain a few more stories from the grocery store. If you recall, back in April, in that episode, uh, we talked about the the embarrassment and the cultural angst that occurs when a foreigner is standing in the grocery store checkout line. You're standing there and you're nervous, and even to this day, even after I've done a podcast, it's still got a tinge of nervousness when I'm in that checkout line. Well, today's episode is going to be what I would term the hunt. I want to talk about what happens when I go on the hunt in a grocery store. Now, let me define what I mean by hunt. It's whenever I go to a store and I'm looking for items that are not typical for the region in which I'm living. And there's two things you should know. One is I'm really hunting for something that reminds me of my home experience back in the United States. And I think I referenced something like this in the first Scorch Stories Chronicle episode when I talked about bagels. When I'm just, I'm excited that there are bagels. That's part of the hunt. So it reminds you of something from back home where you were growing up. And the second thing is that I'm hunting for sometimes a specialty that i really really enjoy but i just can't uh get it very often and that would be if you remember in the episode the skim milk skim milk doesn't remind me of back home or anything but i do like enjoy skim milk and i can if i can ever find it here it's uh special for me (laughs) so those are the two things reminding you of an experience back home or especially that i really really enjoy that isn't common to the region in which i'm living But all that, the bagels and the milk, that's just scratching the surface of my experience with the hunt in the store. And I think, maybe it's just me. It's possible it could just be me. But I think the foreigner really loves to do this because it gives them that sense of um, maybe a taste, a sound, or, or an experience from their previous life before they became a foreigner. And this is found not only in food. It can be found in something simple, like toys and I'm really proud of this but I went to a local toy store and this is not a grand toy store or anything it's just a a local toy store and in there I found a toy for my son at this rinky dink local toy store and I come to find out that that toy is a special edition collector's item and I have no idea how that toy ended up in the local town but I was able to find it. Somewhere in Eastern Czech Republic, that toy existed. And I was able to give that toy to my son, and that just gets me fueled up. I love the hunt. I found another toy one time, and I, I was able to give that to my son for a Christmas present. Come to find out that on Amazon or eBay or something, that that toy goes for $400. I'm the hunter at these stores looking for the specialty gift or the specialty toy. I was pretty proud of myself. So it doesn't only just go with food, but a lot of times it does. When uh, my wife and I first moved to the Czech Republic together and, and we were in the town of Brno, it's the second biggest city in the Czech Republic, and we found in a local department store, in the corner of that department store, a Little Caesars pizza shop. Now this is back in 2004, 2005, and Little Caesars did not have shops all throughout the country. There, I think there was one in Prague and there was one in Burnham, but it was just in this corner shop and they sold the Little Caesars pizza. And to be able to find Little Caesars pizza, you know, my wife and I, we had just had a baby and it became quite an exciting night when we could get Little Caesars pizza, which is an American chain store for all non-Americans out there. Get that pizza and to watch it. Uh, I think the show was lost on TV. We had to stay in because we had a child and to be able to have that to find that in the hunt and be able to enjoy that was special. and We were able to live out our makeshift suburban Friday night dream with Little Caesar's Pizza. But like all things that I've articulated before, these things go away. They fade away and that, that place shut down and we didn't have that anymore. So I continue to conduct my hunts. And the grocery store becomes the place where I really, really enjoy hunting for those special items it becomes my hunting ground of sorts (laughs) and the list is long of items that i've looked for i'll just run through a list here one of them cereal i remember in my early days my younger days when i used to eat a lot of cereal that's a big suburban american thing to do and it was such a cool treat if i could find multi-grain cheerios At a local store. I remember being in Hungary, actually, at a conference. And I always like to look at different cultures in their grocery stores because you never know what you're going to find. You're going to find different items. And I found multigrain Cheerios. So what do you do? You buy up some multigrain Cheerios and you take them home with you. Uh, Also, with uh, frosted shredded wheats, for a time they were in check, then they disappeared. But in Hungary, you could get them and bring them home. And that was a special treat. So finding and hunting for that and finding it is great. Uh, English muffins. I remember at the local Tesco, one year, they had English muffins in a package. And my wife and I were like, yes, that's pretty cool. We can make sandwiches. We can can put butter and jam on it, and we can have the English muffins. And then after a while, they disappeared. Recently, for me, it was provolone cheese. I, I love provolone cheese. It's my favorite cheese. And I know in different places in the country you can find it. But in our local area, we're in the country, I couldn't find it. And one day it showed up in our local grocery store. And I just said, I'm going to get all four packets of this because I like provolone cheese. I'm going to put it on my sandwiches and it's going to be a nice delicacy. And there's something inside of me. It's not only just what I enjoy doing or eating it, but I found it triumphantly. I'll come home sometimes and look what I found. Now as I'm older, one of my hobbies is grilling and now it's cuts of meat. And uh, this year, this past summer, I found some flank steak that I could use for a fajita. Um, My dream is to be able to find a nice cut of baby back ribs and be able to grill those up. I know in Prague and the big city, you can, you can do that, but that's four hours away from me and I can't get that here. So I'm always on the hunt. That's my new thing. Hunting for the ribs. When you don't live in that, that main um, capital city, you do the best you can. And that's what's one of the fun things about the hunt. But I have to say, at times, it can be a little bit obsessive. (laughs) It's like when you scratch an itch too hard, and eventually it hurts, right? It can become a little bit obsessive. After the break here, I'm going to tell you a story that happened to me uh, not too long ago. Okay, so... I'm gonna now tell you a story about what happened to me and to my son about a year and a half ago. Now, I'm a typical American, and I like orange juice. But what ended up happening was I started, I have been having canker sores all my life, and my sister-in-law told me that if you stop drinking orange juice, then some of those canker sores will, will reduce. So I stopped drinking orange juice, and I picked up this multivitamin juice. And that's what's called here in Czech. It's multivitamin juice. Here in Czech, they had two different types. You had the guava passion fruit juice, which the thought of drinking that every day was not appealing to me. And then they had this uh, berry juice, I guess I'll, I'll call. You know, blueberries and strawberries and raspberries, etc. And I, that tasted really good. And you know, I value not having added sugar and having the hundred percent juice. And they had it there, and I started drinking that, and it was really, really great. I really enjoyed it. Unfortunately, though, capitalist society uh, tries to make all these products just that little bit better, and they destroyed it in the process. You know, it's it's the whole idea of Coke, in I think it's the '80s, tried to do or in the 90s, 80s, or 90s, tried to do new Coke, and it just didn't work out. People wanted the old stuff. And what ended up happening with my juice, my berry juice, is that they rebranded it as family juice. And it no longer was 100% fruit juice, but it was added sugar, and it made it just too sweet, and it tasted like fruit punch. And I was just kind of frustrated. So my son and I were out at a grocery store, And we decided to go look to see if they had any more of my juice, this berry juice. We got there, and we were looking for some other items. We couldn't find any other items, so we decided to go and look, and we couldn't find the berry juice. I thought, okay, well, we're not going to be able to find it at all. So we then went to a second grocery store to get the items that we needed, and we found those items. And I said to Jonas, Jonas, let's go back and check to see if they have the berry juice. So my son and I went there, and I looked, and I didn't find the juice. They just had the family brand juice with all that sugar put into it. But my son said something to me, and he said, Hey, Dad, look behind the juice. I said, Okay, doesn't hurt to try. And I pulled back behind there, and there were 12 boxes. Or, In check, the juice are in boxes, liter boxes. uh, Twelve boxes of this berry juice. And I get this crazy look and he looked at me. We kind of had that look of like, should we do it? Yeah, let's do it. And we took out all 12, put them in the cart and we like, we got them. We got the last remnants of the berry juice. So we're pushing the cart back. And as we're heading back to the the checkout line, there in the middle on display on top of a crate were multiple boxes of the berry juice on sale. Now, I know what's going on here. This is what happened with the milk that I mentioned before. And the bagels, they disappear. And my thought was, these are going to disappear. They're on sale. They're never coming back. So, again, I looked at my son and we looked at each other. We had that crazy look again. And so, we loaded up every single crate and box of this berry juice. And we were both like, yeah, we're going to do this. and. My son actually had to go out and get another cart so that we we could put all our groceries in in there. So I get up to that line and I I just feel super sheepish. I bought this whole store out of the 100% berry multivitamin juice. When it was all said and done, I ended up with almost 40 boxes of juice. And I didn't know how it was gonna be like at the checkout counter. She looked at me like really, but she was cool about it. She rang him up. My son and I walked out to the car with these boxes of 100 sugar-free berry-flavored multivitamin juice, and we were just so so proud of that fact. You come out with the whole store of that. Now that sounds like hoarding, but at the same time, I know what happens here. They're gonna lose it, just like the bagels and the skim milk. They're gonna gonna be gone. And on one hand, there was a huge spectrum of how we felt. On one hand, I, I, at least I did, I felt like an idiot. I'm coming here and buying all this juice. And that juice just sat in my basement until I went through it all and it's all gone. I drank it all. And maybe I'm the only one in the country that really cared that I had lost the 100% berry-flavored multivitamin juice. On the other side, there was the sense of triumph. We had uncovered the last remnants of that juice. There's something about that hunt, that hunt for if you can find something that you're looking for. Because it might go away. It might become extinct. And that juice did become extinct. Those boxes sat in my basement, but I enjoyed it until the end. And I was able to find that special something. That hunt is so fun. Even though it's at the cost of some of my dignity, probably, (laughs) at the checkout line. So... As my story just showed, the foreigner can go to quite great lengths just to get a slice or an experience from before their life changed. And that's okay, I think. The hunt is fun. But I don't think it's truly living in the culture which you're in. And that can be not the best way to live. True living in a foreign culture for me came when I, I started to accept the world around me and enjoy what I have in the present. Now, I still like that hunt, but when I start to enjoy my present and enjoy where i 'm at and the things around me for what they are, what ends up happening is that the world opens up I get to develop new tastes and new experiences that are not just my past they're my present and Sometimes the foreigner needs to just enjoy the present in which they're at. But I'm telling you, I still love the hunt. And someday, all of you just might see me prowling around a a, a grocery store looking for that one rare item. Thank you for listening to the Behind the Curtain Podcast. If you want to get the show notes or have new episodes delivered directly to your phone, you can go to the website behindthecurtainpodcast.buzzsprout.com to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, any ratings, reviews, or shares are greatly appreciated. If you'd like to connect, you can write me at thebehindthecurtainpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your questions and comments. This is Justin Loy. Take care, and I'll talk to you later.